The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian is a pastor with the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, and currently pastors the megachurch Tikrum Cathedral. His weekly Sunday services, conventions, conferences, and Monday 11th hour prayers are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's the Bishop Eddie Fabian. Mm, speak to me. Oh, speak to me. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. Mm, speak to me. Through your word, through your spirit, speak your words of life. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. Mm. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. Through your word, through your spirit. Through your word. Through your spirit, speak your words of life. Speak your words of life. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. I am listening, I'm waiting. I am listening, I am waiting. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. Through your words, through your spirit, through your words, through your spirit, speak your words of life. Speak your words of life. Speak to me. Oh, speak to me. I am listening. I'm waiting. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. I am listening. I'm waiting. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. I'm listening. I'm waiting. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. For the last time, I'm listening. I'm waiting. I am listening. I am waiting. Speak to me. Oh, yes, Lord. That's our prayer this morning. That you speak to us through your word, through your spirit. Lord, speak to us your words of life. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, God bless you. You may be 
seated in the presence of the Lord. Please, let's try and work on the light. I tell you, it's not easy for me at all. Okay. Um, I'm sure I can try and get my glasses maybe to help in the bad bear somewhere down there. So, well, you are all welcome to church. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor you're looking good. You're looking good. Tell him I'm happy to see you in church. Amen. Well, we started last week sharing from this book, Faith Secrets. Somebody say Faith Secrets. Amen. Amen. So there are secrets about faith that you need to know. And that is what we are talking about. I'm just preaching for about 40 minutes to my people. So just take note. Okay. Now, we started last week saying that faith is obedience and obedience is faith. Anybody who says that you have faith, you are somebody who obeys. When you believe in somebody, when a person says something to you, you obey it. If we say we have faith in God, then we are to obey his word. And I can see your faith through your obedience. When you don't obey, I see clearly that you don't have faith. Yeah, as I've looked at my life, I can see that it has been one step of faith after another through the obedience that I've given to the word of God. Are you getting it? Yeah. When I gave my life to Christ, God told me, read your Bible. Then I I obeyed. That's my faith. He says, pray. And I obey. He says, be going to church. And I'm going to church. He says, work in the house of God. And I started working in the house of God. He says, become a shepherd. I became a shepherd. He says, become a pastor. I became a pastor. He said, move on and become a reverend. I've moved on to become a reverend. Another time he told me, move out of Ghana to another country. I said, okay. And I moved. That is faith. Not the things that we shout, I receive. I didn't, uh, the people believe that that one is faith. But your obedience is your faith. Yeah. 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 So you want to ask yourself, what kind of faith have you expressed since you gave your life to Christ? Because you haven't obeyed anything that God told you. Yeah. God told you to leave that boy, but you haven't left him yet. 
Or you don't like the message? Maybe I should take the message to Asukwa. Yeah. God told you to stop watching that thing on your phone. Yeah, that, that is the faith. Faith is obedience. And obedience is faith. I pray that somebody is listening. Because when God wants to see your faith, whether you believe in Him, He's going to look at the things you have obeyed since you gave your life to Christ. And last week we said three areas you must obey. Number one, you must obey small things or little things, isn't it? Some things very little. It looks very little, but those are they are dangerous things. Those are the things you must be obeying when God says it. Number two. You must obey the gospel. In preaching the gospel, we must obey. No, in preaching the gospel, we must obey. You don't understand. It says, go into the world. We must obey it. It's the gospel. Yes. So that is the gospel that we must obey. We must do it. That's our faith. Otherwise, how can we say we, we have faith when we don't go? And many of us, when we call for outreach, you never come. It's, it's a sign that you don't have faith. I just say we need And then the third thing is that you must obey in pleasurable things. I think that one, people like that one. Yeah, God says marry is it, 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 something you must obey. And some men are walking out. I don't know why they are not getting married. God says enjoy with the wife of your youth. You must obey it. God says, rest. You must obey it. Rest. You are working. You are the this thing of the world. Are you there? Set up, set up, my dear. Yeah. Today. We are moving on to another secret of faith. I'm preaching from chapter 11. Faith loves preparation. Chapter 11. Faith loves preparation. Do you have your books? We need to get the books. Kofi, try and get the books for us. Anytime we are preaching, go for the book. Talk to Seth. Talk to somebody. That's why you are there. Hmm? Are you not part of hearing and seeing or understanding whatever? <laughs> yeah. Are you there? So, that's the scripture we read in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7. Let me read it again. It says that, By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark 
to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is of faith. Yeah. You see, when you have faith in anything, you prepare towards that thing. Are you getting it? If you have faith, if you say you are going to marry, you have faith that you must marry, and you believe that you are going to marry, then what do you do? You prepare towards it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, sometimes I see some young ladies, I don't think they want to marry. They don't, they don't have faith in marriage. Yeah. The way you leave yourself. I said, the way you do what? You leave yourself. It's a clear sign that you don't want to marry. There are no preparations. When I met my wife, she, she, she had bought her own cooking sets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, see, see, no. I think she also had a stove. You had a stove. She had a stove. You are waiting for the man to come and buy all the things. Yeah. Yeah. She even had a cloth. Pieces of cloth. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I told him to make you that. Oh, see, see, no. So when we were marrying, I just had to add some few things. Afa, afa, afa. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. Hallelujah. And then when the sun is up, I worry no. You must do everything to make it come home. And then one, no, 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 no. I told me break. You are there. Yeah. Now, if you're a lady, you know you are going to marry. You don't allow any man at all to be playing around. Do they hear you? The way they shout and you are talking. I don't Faith loves preparation. Young man, you say you want to become a doctor. You don't prepare, you don't do anything, you are not you go you don't you don't even go to school. You are not serious with the school. 
Okay, you become a doctor. You say you want to become a pastor. Even when you come to church, you don't write notes. You don't write any notes. Ask the nearest person, are you the one who said you want to become a pastor? You don't listen to messages. You think that's how it is? You will come and stand. They will give you the microphone. You see your hand is shaking like this. It's as easy as that. Tell somebody it's not like that. You have to make preparations. Anything you believe in, you prepare for it. Yeah. When you read the Bible in First Chronicles, chapter 22, verse 5, the Bible talks about David. We don't have the scripture, so somebody should be ready to be reading for me when I give the scripture. First Chronicles, chapter 22, verse 5, Bible talks about how David concerning the building a house of God, he prepared for it. Amen. Whoever is reading, just be fast. Otherwise, I'll just have to give him the mic. Give him the mic. Yes. You have him open? My brother. Oh, First Chronicles 22 verse 5. But I thought you had opened. Yes, somebody should read. First Chronicles chapter 22 verse 5. And David said, Solomon my son is young and tender and the house that is to be builded for the Lord must be exceeding magnificent. The house must be what? Exceeding magnificent. The house must be what? Exceeding magnificent. Exceeding magnificent. God is going to build for us here an exceeding magnificent house. The guy believed that the house of God that must be built must be an exceeding magnificent house. David Yes, so what will he do? Of fame and of glory of fame and glory all countries. Hmm. And I will therefore now make preparation for I it. I will therefore what? Now make preparation for it. I will make preparations for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you believe something, you make preparations for it. You make preparations. It doesn't just happen. When you see somebody doing something, the person has made preparations for the thing. Sometimes you see a lady walking, looking very nice. Hmm. You don't know the things that she has been doing to hide a lot of things on her face. That she's walking around. That is why you will be sitting now complaining. Eh, it's you, 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 you. You don't make preparations. Eh? 
So he said, what will he do? I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Wow. We believe that we must honor Bishop Dagwood Mills. That is why we have been announcing it. We have been announcing it so that we can make preparations. Faith loves preparation. Yeah. When it comes to preaching the gospel, we must make preparation for it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15. Yes. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15. Yes. And your feet, your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wow. Your feet were short with the preparation of the gospel. You must be prepared. If you are going to preach the gospel, you must prepare. You must know the word. You cannot just go. And when you go and they ask you a question and you can't answer, what, what are you going to say? One of the first scriptures I learned many years ago, First Peter 2.15, I think. It says, but sanctify the Lord your God in your heart and be prepared to give an answer or an apologia to any man that asketh you for the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear. First Peter 2 15, what is the scripture there? But sanctify the Lord your God in your heart. Is that it? Which one is that? Search for that scripture for me. Or first is that 315. 315, yes. It's one of the first scriptures I learned that it says what? But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Yes. And be ready always to give an answer be to ready. every man. Another version says, be prepared to give an answer. Yes. To every man to every that answered you a reason of the hope. They will ask you, why do you say you believe in Jesus? Why not Mohammed? Why not Buddha? Why not Krishna? Why Jesus? Do you have an answer? See, many of you have not thought about it because you have not prepared for it. But it's a question that will come. It's sad. Church members, we, we don't even know why we serve God. Why we follow Jesus.
easy first spiritual laws you don't even know. Romans 3.23 You must know these things. For all are saints and come short of the glory of God. That's the first thing you must know. It must be the first thing you must prepare in your heart. Okay. All of us have sinned. Number two. Romans 3. Romans 6.23 for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through not Muhammad, not Krishna, not Buddha, but through Jesus Christ. Then you must have the third one. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, 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 whosoever believeth in him should not but have everlasting life. Yeah. Now, these are words Muhammad has not spoken. These are words Buddha has not spoken. Buddha on This word No, 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 onkaye. He has not said it. Buddha onkaye. Onkasa. You Krishna onkaye. That is why I don't believe them. Then you must know the fourth scripture, John 1 12. But as many as received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God. He is the only person who stood up and said, I am the resurrection and the life. If any man believes in me, even though he were dead, he will live again. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear Muhammad saying that. I didn't hear Krishna saying that. I didn't hear Confucius saying that. That is why I believe in Jesus Christ. So, 1 Peter 3.15 should be a scripture. It says, but sanctify the Lord your God in your heart and be prepared to give an answer or the Greek word is apologia. That's why we study school of apologetics. Apologia to every man that asketh you for the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear. In Numbers chapter 15, verse 6, hey, having gone halfway already, halfway, but you're not telling me. You have to tell me, okay? The preaching, we want to be on time, so I've asked somebody to be giving me the time. 
Numbers 15, verse 6, verse 8, verse 12. Read it for me quickly, my brother. The man is telling yes. me my time is finishing. Or for a ram. Numbers chapter 15, verse 6. Or for a ram, thou shalt prepare for a meat. Mm. Offering to ten deals of flour mingled with the third part of an of an hymn. Verse 8. Oil. Verse 8. And when thou preparest a, a bullock prepare. for a burnt offering, or for a sacrifice in performing a vice or peace offerings unto the Lord. Yeah. Verse 12. According to the number thou, according to the number that ye shall prepare. And you shall prepare. So you can see he's talking about offering. Even your offering, you must prepare before you come. Wow. Faith loves preparation. Many of you didn't prepare before you came. That today I'm going to give this amount. When you came, you were just sitting down. Okay, But you must prepare your offering. Prepare the offering. We don't even come to have to speak. When we come, you're already you are you are ready to give. Yeah. You must be preparing your tithe. Preparing it. Somebody gives you money. You take ten percent. Put down. Prepare. Prepare. Oh. Are you there? Another thing you must prepare is to prepare to seek God. Seek his word and teach it. Ezra 7.10 Are you enjoying the word? For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel status and judgment. Yeah. Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. The reason why you don't obey the word of God because you have not prepared your heart to even look for what God is saying. Have you prepared your heart to look for what God is saying about your life as you are in church? What is God saying about me? What does God want me to do? Search for it. Do it. And teach it. Set for it. Do it. Teach it. Set for it. Do it. Teach it. Number five. You must prepare to meet God. 
Amos chapter 4 verse 2. Amos chapter 4 verse 2. What does it say? 12, 12, yes, my brother. Therefore thou, therefore thou will I do unto thee, O Israel, because I will do this unto thee. Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Yeah. I'm coming to do something to you. So, because I'm going to do that thing to you, prepare to meet your God. Many people don't prepare to meet God. Yeah. One day, Rejoiner said he was walking in, in London City as he was walking and the Lord said, are you ready to meet my queen? So he thought he meant the queen of England. But he was talking about the church, the queen. That's my queen. <laughs> but are you prepared to meet God? Because when we meet God, it's going to be judgment time. It's going to be accountability time. Luke 12.47 Read that scripture. The Bible says that the one who knows the will of God to do it and he doesn't do it, when he comes, he will beat him there. What does he say? Luke 12 47. Read it, my brother. Be fast, though. Be fast. Yes. Luke chapter 12, verse 47. Yes. And that servant, that which, servant, which knew his Lord's will. Yes. And prepared not himself. He didn't prepare himself. Neither did according to his will. Yes. Shall be beaten with many stripes. As an person, are they going to beat you with lashes? When God comes. No, some of you, when I look at you are not prepared. You are not prepared. The American Coast Guard, they have a saying. They say what? Sempe paratus. America, Sempe paratus. Everybody says sempe paratus. Sempe paratus means always prepared. Somebody say sempe paratus. That must be your motto. I'm always prepared. Anytime God comes, I am ready. Anytime Jesus comes, I am ready. Anytime they call me, I am ready. Anything God wants me to do, I am ready. Semper Paratus. That's my motto. As I'm here, Bishop Dad can call me. 
I want you to go to Liberia. Sempe. Oh, you has a CIA. Papa Pong, bet me a friend. Or say, Oh, my son, Asawaha, who call Liberia. Why, Yahoo, what that? That is how my life has been. I used to be in my church in Abeka. He said, Move. He said, I want you to go to. Where's the place? Malawi. I said, Sempe Aratus. Moving. Just when I was about to move to Malawi, he said, No, I've changed my mind. I want you to go to Cape Coast. I said, What? Sempe Aratus. I moved to Cape Coast. As I got myself ready, I want to. I was about to move. My wife and I were just about to move. He said, I've changed my mind again. He said, I want you to come to the headquarters. He said, I want you to come and handle the pastoral care office. I said, Sempe I was there, working there. We moved from there to Kodesh. I was at the Kodesh. And for some time, he said, now I want you to be in charge of the Kodesh. I said what? Because you'll be preparing. So when they call you, it's not a problem. Am I talking to somebody here? I was at the Kodesh, then he called me. He said, I want you to go to Lagos. And I said what? Sempe. Always prepared. Many of you can't do the will of God because you are not prepared. When you have to preach the gospel to somebody, you can't preach it because you are not prepared. As I'm standing here, I'm not using Bible. I'm just quoting scriptures. As you are sitting in the prajia, you should be able to quote the scriptures to the people. Sempe. When the man comes and says he wants to marry you, it should not be having a makeup game. You are not serious. But my wife, when I told her that I wanted to marry her, she said, What? Sempe Parat. Put your hands together for you. And that is why she's married, and some people are still not married. Oh, you don't like the message I'm preaching. Uh, now, brother, I know my time is up, but mommy, five minutes, I Not if I'm finishing this hard way. Can I take some five minutes to finish? Yeah. Some of you, you don't have passports. You don't have uh, anything. When you get money to travel abroad, or somebody says, I want to take you abroad, I've got a passport. Are you serious? But I declare that you shall be what? Sempe. Sempe.
This is the real faith. Faith is prepared. You're not prepared. You have not gone to learn how to drive. Somebody blesses your car, not to car. No. Hey. And then people bring you to church. Your driver will come back. They be a untimely driver. Oh, but I see people preparing themselves. As I was in church, I'll be writing notes. One day I was there, Bishop Dad called me. It was a Tuesday afternoon. He said, Tonight you are preaching at the Collegon. He said, You are preaching at the Tuesday service. I said, Bishop, me, he said, You. He can put me in certain places. And because always I've been writing notes, writing notes, writing notes. As a bishop, and I remember that Tuesday I preached on the message the Lord has need of you that so that as Bishop Dag was sitting there he was just nodding that's how come today I'm standing here you think you just get up and come and stand here prepare yourself prepare yourself prepare yourself so that one day you can be in a, a, an auditorium let me end with this. The Bible says that Noah he prepared an ark to the saving of his household. That is a scripture we read. Before we can save people we must prepare. We must prepare. Before this church building can be filled, we must prepare. Bible says that a certain man prepared a great supper. And he invited many people. You don't get people when you are not prepared. And that is why we are doing everything we can to fill this. This place is very big. This place can take about 5,000 people. And we need everybody to be involved. Noah prepared an ark. The way we can also prepare our ark is the outreaches that we are doing. The crusades. The outreaches. Oh, this side, they are not clapping. They don't even understand what I'm saying. When Noah built the ark, there were a lot of people outside the ark. He was telling them that it's going to rain. They didn't mind him. They laughed at him. Even when the rain was coming, they were saying, Rain, rain, go away. Go and come another day. Rain, rain. 
They were not serious. The Bible says that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man is coming. He said people were married. People were doing all sorts of drinking. Beloved, we have the same situation. Your school, people are fornicating and doing all sorts of things. Your area, people are drinking. But our duty is to prepare the ark and invite them to come. If they come, if they don't come, we have done our part. 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 Beloved, next week is our mission Sunday. You know, sometimes when we, we, we overlook the mission and then we are interested in the international and the dressing. But mission is actually mission to save souls. Many souls must be saved. Amen. So what are we going to do? We are preparing an act. So next week, week, everybody is going to invite one person to church. Oh, you are not clapping. We have made invitation cards. That is the act we have prepared. At least one soul. Listen, this thing costs a lot of money. I don't want you to take it and not invite somebody. Beautiful invitation cards. It says, Mission Sunday. Dear so so and so, the mega church Tikrum Cathedral has the pleasure of inviting you as our special guest to our Missions International Sunday service on Sunday 19th of March 2023. A service designed to remember our missionaries and all the missions were going on all over the world. We'll be delighted to have you grace the occasion. Amen. I say It's going to be a special service. And I want everybody to have one. Pastors, help me. Take one. And if you need another, you can see. But I want pastors to help. Everybody take a card. Don't just put it anywhere. Think of somebody. Now, who are the possible who are the possible people we can invite? Number one. Your family members. Number two, are you listening? Your friends. Number three, your work 
colleagues. Number four, your schoolmates. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. Number five, your service provider. So maybe your barber, your hairdresser, your tomato seller, your mechanic, your what are some of the things you do? The one who works on your nails. Your dressmaker. Your painter. Your carpenter. Your mason. Your plumber. All these people are possible. Please. I don't want to tell you how much it has cost us to do this thing. Can't you see that the card is quality? Tell the person, listen, if you don't follow me to church, you are you are you are you are you are wasting money. <laughs> Amen. Amen. How many feel that you can invite another person? Yes, remember, listen, help me. You can invite another person. When we look at the possible people you can invite, you can see that, ah, where they come to my inviting for five crowd. Please write their names on it so that it looks special. You didn't take a card. Hey. I think your wife has taken more than one. Now, one panel. Eh? Maybe you are an employer. You have people that you employ. All those people, you must bring all of them to church. Who else? You need another. You even need two more when you look at the thing. You need two more. Who else? Just wave your hand. You need another. Maybe you need two more. Mission Sunday happens only this time. We must finish all these invitation cards. If you are sure you can invite another or two more people, wave your hand. They will bring it to you. Yes. Anybody else? This is our act that we are preparing. Anybody else? I see a hand at the back there. Anybody else? Yeah. And listen, we are going to be prepared. What is going to be our motto? I said, what will be our motto? I cannot hear you. What is our motto? Your motto is your day. Semper. 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 You'll be prepared for the work of the Lord. You'll be prepared when God calls you. I see you prepared going on missions. I see you prepared to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stand to your feet and let's close. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. Sell from me a baby,
I want you to talk to God. Tell the Lord I want to be ready all the time. I want to be prepared always. Send preparatos. Lift up your hand and pray right now. Talk to God. Let me be prepared to preach the gospel. Let me be prepared to give to the house of God. Let me be prepared to do the work of God. Let me be prepared to meet you, Lord. Let me be prepared to do your will. Let me be prepared to answer anybody who asks me for the reason for the hope that is in me. Oh, yes. Let me be prepared to win souls May we as a church, oh God, be prepared to have many souls in our church. Let me ask. We are praying that God should give us thousands of people. But are we prepared to follow them up? Are we prepared to look after them? Next week, we are believing God to have 1,000 people in church. May God prepare us for the great harvest. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we want to thank you. Lord, we believe your word that faith means preparation and faith loves preparation. May we be prepared to give to support the building of your house, to preach the gospel, to take the word of God to any place, to prepare our house to receive the souls that are coming. Father, help us. Help us, O oh God. We bless you and we thank you. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Let's 
Oni mse uusi siya. Oni mse upe koswa himi mwanazo kwa bunsam jem. But if you you want to be prepared to meet your God. Today, if you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. So that you'll be ready. You'll be ready when Jesus comes. Lift up your right hand. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. And those of you who also gave your life to Christ at the crusade. I want you also to lift up your hand and join them. I want to pray with you again. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me right now. Move out of your seat and come. Come to the front. Oh, clap for them as they come. Let some come this way. Come this way. Oh, not too far. Not too far. Is she coming? God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. If in case you are joining us on Facebook, you also want to lift up your hands and pray with us today. We pray in English and we pray in Chi. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. Kase radi yesu. Enne. Edawase. So who was saying the aneso? Ede jemen kwa. Mi jidi se. Uwu ye. Ede atosu mi ensano. Oh sorry for your wufu mu. Fami boni nina cheme. Betsina makume mu. Yemi abodi efufro. Cho mi din. Ewa wun kwa humanu. If we never call, Mesumo, Minquandenina, Midawasi, Ewa Yesu Christodim. Amen. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. 522 to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook and YouTube. Follow and subscribe today. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with the prophetic word. <laughs>